Hello everyone, welcome to um, episode 17 of What's Your Damage Deffy? Happy New Year. I hope 2023 brings you everything you want from life and I hope it's a great year. I personally do not believe in, oh, this is my year, bro. Like, oh, let's make this year right. Like, I think every year is just ups and downs and I personally never experienced a year that was significantly like amazing for me it's usually neutral which i think is normal because this is life it's not i don't think happiness is a journey um with an end i don't think you're just trying to achieve happiness i think it's just ups and downs and that is beautiful because it's life though this is not today's um what today's episode is about at all so i don't know how I got into all this philosophical, um, quote-unquote, BS, but, (laughs) so, today I want to talk about Wednesday, yeah, the Netflix series that I, look, I want to say that just came out, but it didn't, and I'm aware, but it's just, I had finals and all that, I did watch the series, but, like, I had finals and all that, and you know how I kind of have this, like, um script uh for each of my episodes um in which i do like bullet points thing things i want to mention and also after watching whatever i'm talking about i usually watch some video essays on it just to like have some different perspectives on it so it's it's kind of a long process that's why it's you know once a month my podcast but um yeah today i want to talk about wednesday the critically acclaimed netflix series directed by tim burton um though i think some episodes or like a single episode or whatever um were not directed by him um but you know that's how they advertise the whole thing and it does have like um quite a but quite a bit of a Tim Burton vibe for sure um but we'll just obviously talk about that so it came out this year in 20 no wait we're in 2023 now holy shit um it came out in 2022 technically last year that feels weird to say and I am pretty sure it came out in November um so I gave the series a 6 out of 10 on IMDb and it has like a 8.3 I think which is quite high I didn't expect that I thought it was quite middle ground and like we're going to talk about every aspect of it obviously but I thought it was just middle ground like if I had to use one word it would be like middle ground and that's fine but 8.3 is like quite high and I'm pretty convinced that it's all about the fact that it was directed by Tim Burton um, and Jenna Ortega's amazing talent. Look, by the way, um, just a disclaimer, I will be criticizing the show, obviously, but I will never, ever be criticizing Jenna Ortega because she did such a fucking great job. Like, that woman is, like, purely God's product and gift to us like there's not one flaw about that woman and i don't know like how that works like she's so perfect she's the it girl everyone's talking about her and i mean that i am romantically um into women as well but like 
from an objective point of view she's she's just fucking amazing and her talent is like she's gorgeous and she's very serious and talented with her work and i i love her fucking discipline i think i think she's just a great um gen z actress for sure um yeah so this was a quite disclaimer and also it got a 71 percent on rotten tomatoes which i feel like rotten tomatoes is like known for its brutality so i think 70 percent is quite good i don't think it's bad at all um so these are like the general ratings and now let's just get into it all right so i also just want to say that i got this new little microphone just for the sake of my podcast um it wasn't the most like quality thing out there because obviously like i'm on a budget and i don't make any money from this podcast so it was like my own money quote unquote um so it was basically the cheapest one out there but I feel like it's going to make the quality much better and my voice won't gobble, wobble, whatever you want to call. Um, but obviously I'm getting used to using a microphone. So like I will be maybe using my, like moving my hand around and whatever. So please be patient with me if my voice sounds weird or, or if it like, if it like increases and decreases and that type of shit um though i will be doing my best um to not let that happen but you know just a little please be patient with me um though i feel like people who listen to this are already like the most patient people out there because you're listening to my goddamn voice and that's quite impressive that means you really love me and i love you too (laughs) um see i ramble a lot like imagine what would happen if i didn't have like a script for my episodes <laughs> um so yeah let's talk about the overall tim burton aesthetic so it's very much there the um the atmosphere especially with the music i really loved um the score of it and like the instruments everything's very gothic with the characters with the paleness um and the whole a little creepy but like still quite um i guess romantic at the same time and you know i i love tim burton movies though i do know that he's a bit of a problematic person um i'm not all in with like the cancel culture and whatever but i mean it is very very conspicuous that he has a problem with diversity like everyone in his goddamn movies are like fucking white and like dude like get your shit together um i get that like the whole um pale like a dead person like so white that you don't know if that person's a vampire or not like i get that aesthetic that he's trying to achieve and i get that technically that can be achieved by using the whitest person you can find out there but I mean, fucking involve people, you know? And the one thing that I was happy about with the series was the diversity. The diversity was actually out there. You know, black people, Latino people, it was all there. And 
it's clearly successful like it doesn't take away anything from his aesthetic it's still if you just um you know put this show on the tv and like if i didn't know anything about it i would still go oh this is a tim burton production like, that's quite obvious and the fact that there are um actors of color in it does not change shit so i'm so glad he finally like um embraced this and like he's finally over this shit because like i know that he's criticized heavily for this and i agree with people i fucking get it like but i think since netflix is involved and since we are as a world in that whole like activism and like cancel culture era i feel like the critique was actually like it actually reached him maybe not personally him but like maybe the people that he works with or like when he was signing the fucking contract i don't know but you know they did a good job with that i loved the cast um i loved everyone in the cast they were very talented and the diversity was crucial and he actually reached it which i like um there's a whole thing about Adam's family. So I watched Nina Lee's video. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I hope I am, but I love that woman. Um, her voice is super soothing and she does like deep dive, you know, research. So I admire that. Um, I watched her video on Wednesday and she talks about like how the Adams family just started out as like a cartoon in the new yorker in the 30s and by the way their ethnicity was never really clear since they're not like humans like they are humans but they're you know how white and weird they all are so um <laughs> by white i mean pale by the way um they do look like something's up with them like they, they they're like outcasts if you will um but it was never clear however you know gomez adams clearly sounds very much latino to me so um i'm glad they actually just like followed up with that um so yeah they started out as a cartoon um and then you know there are many adaptations you know the animations the movie the 80s movie is the most well-known one in my opinion i know that one i haven't seen all of it unfortunately i didn't watch it because i got a bit bored for some reason um but yeah these are like they, they are quite mainstream when it comes to pop culture and they have been for a while not just since the 80s when the movie came out but also basically since the 1930s 40s uh, which i thought was interesting if you want to like hear about the details of how it came out what the first reactions were or if you want to know more about the cartoonist you can watch mina lee's video i'm not really gonna like go deep down on that but in the cartoons and in the original adam's family as well as in the movie, Wednesday is technically a side character, and we don't really know her like the protagonist she is um, in the in the series. And I think this is where 
um, the cast and like the specific choice of actress becomes crucial. And I think Jenna Ortega really solidified the character um, and did a great job uh, because since Wednesday has never been the main character, Jenna Ortega had the chance to, while sticking to the original Wednesday, she was also able to basically uh, put some other sides to her you know, trusting her in, in, intuition, I guess, because I feel like all the good actors out there do that. Like, they do add, like, a piece of themselves. And I think Jenna Ortega really did this and, like, actually created a three-dimensional personality for Wednesday Addams. Um, however, except for the character herself, I did think that the writing was poor and I feel like with all the video essays I watched, pretty much everyone also thought that way. Um, there were some out-of-character moments, I feel like. It didn't really support the character sometimes, or like the whole solving... Um, by the way, okay, um, spoilers, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Sorry if I, I didn't say, but um, yeah, spoilers. Um so when she found out that her dad killed someone, she was like, you broke my trust and like, I can't believe you fucking did this. And like, it was so out of character. And I'm not the only one who thinks that because why would Wednesday Adams, whose favorite activity is basically homicide, would not be proud of her father for, for committing such a cool crime with like a sword and shit? You know, she's supposed to love that. She's not supposed to be scared of it because that's just not Wednesday Adams. So the character was weakened in some moments, I feel like. Um, though, you know, Jenna Ortega just saved herself out um, with her great acting. And some people also say that like, oh, Wednesday would never actually show a vulnerable side um, you know, with Enid, she was way too close and she really loved her. And um, the Wednesday Adams I know would never do that. Girl, the thing is, the Wednesday Adams you know is from the 80s movie adaptation. And you saw her, like, I don't know, like, you don't, you maybe hear her talk like for 50 minutes max in total for the entire movie. And um, so there is no Wednesday Adams that you know. And I personally like that she can be, like, a very scary, like, eerie gal. And, like, she's not afraid from anyone. And, like, she doesn't give a shit about anyone. And she's just, like, out there. She's just fucking, she's a fucking girl boss. But at the same time, she has a soft side for her friend. And, like, that side reveals itself. I don't think that's being out of character at all. I think that's actually perfect. Um, but some people didn't agree with that, and I get that, but I did personally enjoy the fact that we could see a moment, some moments in which she smiled, she hugged, and they were so, like, sacred because they were so unusual, like, it, they didn't overdo it, in my opinion, so they were special, and the audience could get that, which I like, um, and there are quite a quite many 
um, plot holes. This was also something that I, I mean, I, it came to my mind and then my, you know, opinions were kind of like supported by all the video essays I watched. A lot of people thought that there were many, many plot holes and I guess there was because, I mean, some things were just, it could have just not been there and it was there. It was like, oh, always a new mystery, like the fucking murder thing with, with her father, like, why was that there? Like, who fucking cares? I'm sorry, but like, who fucking cares? It was just weird. And there are many other plot holes. Like, some things feel extra. To me, it felt extra and like exhausting at some point because she would always like solve the next mystery. So the mysteries um, ceased having a value to me. I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but I feel like a lot of people also. Um, this and but however although there are weaknesses in writing and plot whatever um the cast was strong as i said i'm just gonna keep repeating this because the cast was fucking amazing and they deserve all the appreciation um it was also very strong and effective in the overall um media and like pop culture i feel like people are gonna remember wednesday for sure because there's a whole um tiktok um trend the dancing one um everyone doing the wednesday dance and you know people really just loved it a lot of people who grew up to be outcasts um who had like a goth aesthetic or like an emo aesthetic they came up and they were like oh wednesday is someone i would need when i was in middle school and no one liked me and and she just she's just showing everyone that an outcast can be cool too, an outcast can be pretty too, an outcast can be, um, you know, a part of a group. Like an outcast can belong in somewhere too, and I think that was very meaningful. Like the character herself was very meaningful uh, for a lot of people who went through stuff and and who didn't fit into a certain box growing up. And I really like that aspect of it. Um, and people tend to villainize TikTok as well. But I mean, to me, it's just we're on it. And if it's positive, if you're learning stuff from it, if people are sharing their experiences or like doing nice costumes and dances, I don't see a problem with TikTok at all. And I think it has been the you know, biggest factor in you know what becomes popular and what becomes you know not likable so it's it's a very strong factor currently in today's world and and we should just face that i think when people are like oh i don't watch tiktoks like girl first of all everyone knows you watch reels and you see the shit that i've seen like four months ago <laughs> and send them to me so like first of all don't have a fucking superiority complex we all know you're watching the fucking reels second of all it doesn't make you cool you know for me my free page is not toxic at all like i fucking love it there because i feel like there are people like me and also there are some like fun fact um accounts like related to science food you know history so it's all good there um this is a very like it's a bit irrelevant but you know it just 
came to me so i wanted to talk about it a bit and wednesday was very popular on tiktok so thought i'd mention it however speaking of tiktok there was like an ick for almost the entirety of the audience um in which enid goes oh you should definitely get on tiktok snapchat and instagram and people thought that was like super cringy um (laughs) and i personally don't like it either when when like i'm reading a book and like they make a reference um to a current trend or like a social media application or like a current tv show like riverdale or whatever like because i'm kind of reading that book or watching that show to like escape reality and when you say like tiktok especially in a like in a series that was produced by tim burton with all that like fucking goth atmosphere and like eerie like creepy atmosphere with all all that you know soundtrack and shit where she goes like oh tiktok snapchat i'm like what the fuck like i get that you're teenagers like you're also outcasts and i don't i feel like we didn't need that (laughs) um and it's also like it was an ick for many people i didn't hate it hate it like i'm not that passionate about it like many people are but it, it was weird to me i don't like it i mean i feel like the fact that they're using iphones is enough you know um and speaking of riverdale a lot of people thought that it was like a cw drama you know riverdale like some people said it was like sabrina but better some people said it was like out of disney and i do get that um i do think it's a teen show though a lot of like adults enjoyed it i do think it's a teen show um it had some harry potter and like carrie references um which i thought was fun but i just know that if i were like 13 or 14 years old when this came out i'd make this my entire fucking personality but I feel like, I mean, I am quite mature with some things, like, I enjoy things that, like, older people enjoy, and I'm not saying it's not, oh my god, I'm so special, whatever, I'm not, like, the other girl's way, but, like, that is the case with me, um, but I feel like even, like, a normal person on a normal level, a person who acted their age would find this a bit childish if they were my age, um and it's that's not necessarily a bad thing but when it's like tim burton you kind of want more than that and this is this was just like too much adventure um maybe if it was more of a thriller like a psychological thriller that would have been you know fire Uh, and i'm not saying the show is bad but like it it felt too middle ground and like childish a lot of the time basically um another thing i love the goddamn costumes that was great you should definitely watch i think of the vanity was it the vanity fair yeah you just say like wednesday costumes and then there's this video of the uh woman who did the costumes explaining why she chose what she chose and how she decided on it like and even the goddamn textures and the colors are super important Um, At some point, she explains um, how Wednesday was wearing black all the time, and 
the color black is like very problematic for the camera because it tends to be um, not like it looks in real life so it, it might get like very faded and how that was a, and how she overcame that challenge uh, with the use of like black and white like the the composition and opposition between the characters and their own like characters different styles and how they express themselves as well as using different um textures um to use black in a format that would be um, applicable for the camera which i thought was very interesting so if you're into fashion and like just design and you know costumes and movies like you should definitely watch that video i thought it was very interesting and it is an art within itself for sure however <laughs> i really want to talk about the cgi because everyone is just talking about the cgi it was like so fucked up like you are a netflix show what are you doing what are you doing CGI is, by the way, um, computer-generated imagery. That's what it stands for. And it's just the goddamn monster, the hide. And Enid's um, transformed, like, wolf. Like, what the fuck were those? Like, you make so much money. Couldn't you have done anything better? <laughs> like, better quality? Like, a little bit scarier? I mean, personally, especially after seeing the monster... I was like okay this is a teen show this is not like a creepy like i get that we achieve that like eeriness with the atmosphere because of tim burton and the you know the music but like when i saw the monster i was like okay this is not entirely for my age at all and i think that really like ruined the whole atmosphere that was created by the um you know all the other aspects of it like since all the other aspects do so much um to achieve that um you know what do you call it to achieve that um environment and atmosphere and mood it was like that one little thing ruined it so badly in my opinion and like a company that is as massive and as successful and as expensive and wealthy as netflix could have definitely done better and i don't know who was in charge of cgi but like dude please just work harder next time because like you're not a computer science major like year one i'm sure like you're way more experienced and you can do better than this um <laughs> i mean obviously the show is extremely successful regardless but i mean i did i think mention all the main points that people were criticizing um if you watch any essays i mean video essays or like any review of wednesday or like reaction to wednesday on youtube these are like the main points that everyone seems to be talking about um however i would as i said definitely call it an extremely successful show i mean it became like the most watched something like most watched american or like on netflix it became the most watched of all time and only like stranger things has that record or something like that you know 
I, I know I'm like messing this up right now and I'm not very sure what I'm saying, but it became like something most watched. And so, I mean, and this, that's not even the only proof. I mean, all the TikTok edits, like all the, you know, how everyone seemed to be talking about it definitely just proves its success and how um, influential it was. And there is going to be a season two. So we'll be like, we'll keep talking about this, obviously. Um, and the dance scene was fucking iconic. Um, and the fact that there was no Lady Gaga song in there was also quite funny. But then, you know, it became a whole thing. And I think the beat and everything is perfect. And Lady Gaga did the dance as well, which I thought was iconic because she's our queen and goddess. Um, I also really liked Enid and um, Wednesday edits. Um, I loved Xavier's edits as well, but like single I didn't like Tyler X Wednesday edits. I'd never ship them. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's no chemistry in there. And also the fact that there was a tri- like love triangle to begin with. And the fact that Wednesday fucking kissed Tyler and not Xavier. Like, let alone the fact that Wednesday Adams kissed someone. A boy. A boy. <laughs> and that person is Tyler and not Xavier. That was so fucking out of character. Like, why'd you why'd you make her do that? Wednesday would never kiss a boy, a. But if she were to, that person would not have been Tyler. That that's actual bullshit. Like, I was so fucking surprised and disappointed. Like, I wouldn't ship Wednesday with a boy ever. But if I were to, it would be Xavier among all the characters. However. If I could choose anyone, obviously, I actually ship Enid and Wednesday a lot. And I love their edits. It's so cute. And the entire cast is like, oh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe something will happen. And I'm like, oh, my God, are they actually going to go for it? And, like, recently, I, Gay Times, like, released, like, a new, like, something. I think one of the writers or something could said, like, oh, we could definitely... Um, explore that um, ship like we could definitely dive deeper into Wednesday and Enid and do like a little thing we can like experiment with it and I'm so excited like I could watch an entire season just to see them together because like I do fucking ship them say whatever you say also stop calling Enid cringy she doesn't get to say she doesn't get to choose what she says someone writes the script and I think the character was amazing she was so honest and sweet she reminds me of lover by taylor swift like the entire album that's just her um and wednesday's reputation obviously but like enid was just the album lover in the best way and i think she was also very strong and very loyal um to the ones she loved and i i think she's a great character i can't wait to see more of her and honestly stop calling people cringy like there are there are better like more important things out there um people go through a lot i know i'm talking about fictional character right now but in general like people go through a lot and especially in middle school high school they get bullied for the things they loved so once they surpass that hardest time of their life for some people for many people they get to be who they want to be like all the colors different things they dress differently they do what they want to do they dye their hair and like stop calling people cringy embrace the cringe for fuck's sake and 
but I do want to say, I do want to end this episode by saying that my favorite character was definitely Eugene. <laughs> I know everyone expected me to say Enid probably, but it wasn't Enid. It was definitely Eugene and uh, he was just so cute. I always wanted a little brother and he's just like with the glasses and the, you know, with the bee hyperfixation and, and the loyalty and the he's such a good person and he was just so perfect like i just want to hug him you know like i just want to i just want to like go get him some hot chocolate and like listen to him talk about his bees you know and i'm like i have a fucking phobia of bees that's how much i love eugene you know um but i'm curious to hear what you've got to say so you can always dm me my listeners are mostly my very close friends so you can just dm me come up to me and talk to me or whatever like text me um tell me your favorite character what you thought of the show overall what do you want to see the most of um in the next season um so yeah but these were my overall thoughts on the show so it wasn't bad or good as i said i gave it a six out of ten quite solid but too childish for me in many ways um though great job on all the actors um sake you know um so yeah hope you like this episode um as i said have a great year uh you can always be in contact with me you can always give me feedback um hope to see you on the next one if you listen to it listen to it this far thank you so much you're a true one (laughs) and yeah lots of kisses love you have a great day bye